Welcome to Tony's Online Tuning Class. Our hope is to help you make positive changes in your life with these recordings by providing you with guided messages from Spirit. This tuning class will give you the means to enhance your energy through the use of tuning forks, crystals, meditation, and distance healing. These energy-driven classes do not alter or shift your energies, but to help you release outdated thoughts and beliefs from your past to help you feel lighter. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. One of the most prevalent things that spirit is keep asking about, it's one of the things that humans are constantly writing books about, doing speeches on, and that's how to manifest. And the root chakra itself is the, the base for all that. Spirit wanted to really make it clear that the manifesting energies come from this particular energy source where it's the lower part of your back, the tailbone right down to your legs and the connection to the earth, the bottom of your feet, and it vibrates to the color red. And today we're going to be connecting to that earth, that connection. Just before we start, if you are pretty close to the patio door and you can maybe grab a rock or a leaf or a branch outside your backyard or something like that, or a plant, that would be helpful in this case. It is this fire element that just gets everything going. It's this earth fire element. When we constantly are connecting to the earth and the plants and the nature in some way, whether it's going for a nature walk, whether it's just admiring a bird in your backyard, the cardinals and uh, the blue jays, I'm not sure the blue jays are out yet, but it's coming. When we constantly look at that and look at their mannerism, just realize they are the ancestors to an animal and plants that have been here for millions of years. Way before we got here as humans, these offspring, they have found a way to stand the test of time, whatever the earth is going through. A meteor hit it several millions of years ago so hard that the earth actually shifted on a tilt. And there was plants and animals then too. Everything got wiped out, but then everything started over again and they found a way because now that tilt is the essence of our four seasons. So it had to happen. And so when something like that happens to you, whether it's an accident in your life, you had to find a way to get that tilt. It is now better than it was before. And whenever we look at ourselves, and we've mentioned this in past classes, whenever we look at ourselves as flawed, or something wrong, nature doesn't agree. Nature always finds it that that is the perfect way to do things. Spirit wanted also you to know that they are listening. They're listening to all the humans on this earth that are praying for things to happen to them, whether it's to get a better job, whether it's to open up a business finally, find the, the nerve to start something new, to go to a relationship which they feel they could move forward on, but there's some hesitation because perhaps they came from a previous relationship that didn't go so well. And so they're praying and they're asking for, what do I do? How do I move forward? And so just so you know, Spirit is listening to these millions of requests and it's an energy source and it's all about manifesting. And so we need to make it very clear how powerful your energy is and what you need to do, actually, in many cases, what you not need to do 
to make things happen. And most times we do too much. We try too hard. We work too hard. We think that everything is a struggle. We're going to talk about patience perhaps in another segment. But this particular segment, we want to talk about the energy of letting go. And it's the energy of what does it really take to hold something in? So we're going to do a quick one-minute exercise here. What I want you all to do right now is to take a big deep breath in. And when you've got your lungs full of air, I want you to hold it in. Hold it in for as long as you can. Keep it. It's yours. Let's see in the next few seconds how we're doing. I want you to hold this in. I want you to keep it because it is a gift to even breathe. So keep it. This is your gift. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. Hang on. A little longer. You'll start to see different signs of the way your body is agreeing with what you're doing. How did we do? Are anybody still holding their breath? You're probably on your third or fourth breath or more by now. This exercise, Spirit told me this morning that this is the most simplest exercise you could think of regarding letting something go. The oxygen you breathe is life-changing. It makes you live on this earth. And a breath in is a gift. But like any gift, it has to th flow through you. So your body is perfectly fine with taking this gift in, using whatever it needs, and blowing out whatever it doesn't need. It's the carbon dioxide. So what you were breathing in was purity, and what you were breathing out was something you did not need. And this is where the crux of many people, when they hold on to stuff, it is usually not something that you need. It's usually unwanted. Now, from an emotional perspective, it would be things like regret, anger, a lot of other heavy emotions, guilt, something that you might have said to somebody that hurt someone's feeling and you thought about it after. Oh, gee, that wasn't probably the... I meant it in another way, but somehow it was misconstrued and another thing came out and I embarrassed somebody. So I, I kind of feel guilty about that. So in that, the very act of breathing, it gives us the full evidence that we need to bring things into our life, process whatever it needs to, and breathe it out. Otherwise, you would suffocate. And isn't that the term that people use? That it was the last breath that they took in. Well, we don't really rejoice on that, do we? If it's the last breath, okay, that person's not around anymore. In other words, what we're saying is to live and to move forward and to grow, you need to have that giving and receiving. And how many times have you breathed in once and breathed out twice? That doesn't happen either because you can only breathe out what you've taken in. You can only manifest when you breathe out basically what you've taken in. When you breathe in and you breathe out, it is your natural giving and receiving energy. So when we equate this to the things that are coming in, sometimes we have a happy thought. 
You know, it's almost like, oh, I wish this experience could last forever. You know, you'd have an amazing day. Maybe it's at, maybe if you're at the cottage, you had an amazing day. Day is ended by looking at the sunset, drinking some your, of your favorite drink. And you say, wow, what an amazing day. So you take that in. But what Spirit says is what most humans do is they'll take that in, but they won't store it anywhere in their mind as that was a great experience. They will remember it. But what usually happens when someone is down or they're going through a really rough time and they have a weak moment, let's say, even the strongest of us will have a weak moment. A mother that cares very deeply about their children. Yeah, they'll yell (laughs) the odd time. Yeah, you have a weak moment. It's just so much. And where do you find your insight and your way of dealing with that situation? Spirit says what usually happens is, oh, this happened again and again. And so they bring in other moments in their life that was equally as maybe traumatic or equally as negative just to say, oh, look, it's happening again. It always happens to me like this. I always get the short end of the stick. I always getting people that is asking me for help. But yet when I want help, there's nobody around. Does that sound familiar to anybody? How many times have you moved and nobody shows up on moving day yet when they move? Oh, could you mind helping? There's going to be like 14 people helping. So it won't take very long only for you to show up and you're the only one and your partner has a bad back and a heart condition. In other words, there is always moments where you bring in those situations and spirit says we bring in a lot of those. But when we start to look at all those beautiful moments in our life, you need to put that in a special chest in your mind. You write it down. You maybe save pictures if you've taken pictures of that day. And most people have phones and they can take a picture and have it in a place where when you're not feeling so great, you relook at those pictures and relive those moments. That will raise your vibration faster than anything because you're not looking at a picture because it has a high vibration. You're looking at it because you were there and you are pulling that energy from time as an absolute experience. And those of you that are yawning right now, you are actually clearing something that is there. And that's a good thing because this is what your energies need to hear. I want to talk a little bit about the difference between the spirit world and our world. When we come into this world from spirit into this physical plane, spirit on the other side is a little sad. And that's because you left. They have to let you go because you have things to do. You have things to experience. There are things on your checklist that you want to be able to accomplish And so we come in with the highest of love and intention. Over here, it is a birth. In reverse, when we go back to the light, when we pass from this existence back to spirit, there's a rejoicing on the other end. That, hey, you're back. Let's have a party. It is really like that. When my dad passed, that's exactly what he said. He said he saw his grandfather there. and It was was a, a celebration that he's back. But on our end, it's a death. When we look at dying, you got to realize there are two sides to it. 
Spirit had to let us go for, for us to do our thing. It's a little bit like leaving your kids so that they can go off to university and they're going to live their life. You're still going to be concerned with them. You're still going to be following up whatever they're going to do. But Spirit is like that with us. They, they are like, we're like their children and they want to help. And so it is great that there are people like myself around the world that people can go to for insight. Now, the reason I'm saying this from a perspective of the root chakra is when we look at what makes us happy, it's when we can manifest something so easily and we get in touch with spirits so closely and yet we are still human, it's a sweet spot. It isn't just going in and trying so hard and working, it's drawing back a little bit. You know, if I have my car in first gear, those of you that understand what a standard transmission is, if I'm in first gear and I can't get out of it, I could rev that puppy up to 6,000 RPM. I'm only going 30. It's a lot of work, and I could blow my engine if I do that You know, for a long time. And how many times of us are revving our engines so long, so hard, so fast, and yet you know, we have not many results? But as soon as we shift gears, Second, third, RPM goes way down and you're going 100K and it's easy. You're driving the car with two fingers and you don't even realize you're going 150. It's about that. And that's where the draw is, why we come into this existence, because we know that we have that power and it's that sweet spot. How do we use a little bit of our human part of us and how do we use a little bit of that spirit part of us that's natural and blend them into this beautiful soup, this beautiful mixture where you can get the ingredients together and everything is just seems so easy. And it's just asking, waiting for it to come and accepting. And it, it is this letting go that is the biggest thing that spirit is saying that we're having a hard time with because we, we tend to hang on to so many things. Animals don't do it. I've seen some really horrific videos on uh, dog abuse. I'm sure some of you have heard of them or have seen some of these videos where the dog is like just a stick and it's been chained outside for years, been abused so much. There's a lot of reason for that animal to hate humans. And yet, when a human goes up to them, they're still very aggressive because they don't know who you are or whatever. But a moment, the moment they realize that you come from love, you're petting them, you're feeding them, you're, and, and you give them their space, right away they come and they're loving again. They don't forget, just like humans do. We don't forget, and it's okay. But we don't bring that energy and relive it. Dogs don't relive that experience. They move on. They live in the moment. If they're being fed, they're so grateful. If you leave, you know, they're not that happy. When you come home, they're always happy. But even though these dogs have been abused, they don't forget, but yet they know that right now it's okay. And that's where spirit wants us to be, no matter what happens in our life, to make it so we can let something go. Got a couple of suggestions that you can do. It's called a gratitude box. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. It's basically a box that you choose, and it's something usually decorative, or it could be as simple as a cigar box. When a really good event comes up, like somebody sends you a letter saying, oh, thank you so much, Tony, for what you did on the weekend. I really appreciate it. And so if we cut that out, if we put that in a box, and then something else happens, 
for this example we used at Cottage by the Lake, let's say we took pictures of it. We take pictures of those things and those pictures you put in this box and every awesome event that you can think of or if something happened, if a coach said that, oh, you are really good, something like a comment that would take 10 seconds. If you write that down, I remember the coach saying that when I was, you know, nine years old and I never forgot it. There was a few things that my coach did say when I played hockey and it took like literally five or six seconds, but I play it over and over and over in my mind. It was such a nice comment that, you know, and I knew I wasn't the greatest hockey player, but he said, that shot that you did, that was awesome. If you can connect like that all the time, you'd be amazing. And I remembered that. And so I wrote it down and put it in this box. And so after a while, you're going to start collecting all kinds of memorabilia of all the great things that your life has done, the impact that you've made with other people, everything is, and then you're going to have a down day, a day where you're not going to feel that great about your thing, that maybe a project that you're working on is turning sour and you're just not feeling good about yourself, working so hard and it seems like, and we're all going to feel that way, that we don't think we're making any progress. Then you get into your gratitude box and you start reading. And usually within about five to 10 minutes, Spirit says, it'll raise your vibration thinking, okay, this is just a weak moment. It is not the way my life is going. And that's enough to raise your vibration enough so that more ideas can come to you to move forward. There's always going to be a point where things will look like it's just not going anywhere it doesn't matter. We, we have that experience with our kids. We have that experience. Well, what's going to happen with this lad? Well, he's really only seven. I understand he's breaking windows or he's a nuisance here and there, but he'll be okay. I just feel it. I feel there's something in that. I had a client a couple of years ago when we had a private session, and they said, I want you to talk to my eight-year-old because they're doing their own thing. No matter what I say, they don't listen to me. They, it's just frustrating because I want them to do things a certain way, make their bed, and they're, they're, they're just not listening. And, and then, so when I said to them, well, who are they listening to? He says, I don't know. They're probably listening to spirit or they're listening to their own voice in their head. I says, well, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but there's no way that I'm going to change that. Because I spend sometimes many, many sessions to get a person to connect to something other than what people are telling them. If an eight-year-old is already doing that, the last thing I'm going to do is to change that pattern. They're listening to somebody. You're right. They are. That person is right beside you. It seems happens to be your father. And from that, she broke down. And, and I said, why are you crying? Because he always instructed me to do the best I could be. And I said, well, your father's also saying, you never listened to him either. I says, oh my God, he's right. And I says, look how you turned out. You're an amazing mom. You got a great career going and you're doing your own thing and you don't care what other people think. Where do you think that came from? Because somebody didn't domesticate you to be like cattle and you had to follow what the norm is doing. You have your own mind. You're connected to something else. 
So your child right now is connected to somebody and something. We just need to figure out what energy he's connected to on top of your your dad and go from there. How does that sound? And for the first time, she says, that sounds great. And it would be really advantageous to keep this going, right? I says, absolutely. You're just not seeing the picture down the road of when he accepts his valedictorian award in a few years, which actually happened. Be careful what you're steering, because when you start letting go, that's when genius can happen. It's when we hold on that limits start showing themselves. You're limitless because somebody let you go, and you're doing your own thing. And so if emotionally you're still attached to something that is limiting, now that's the work. Do you see where we're going with this? In other words, hang on to the things that are making you do those things that are limitless. Hang on to those things that are making you feel fantastic, that making you feel pretty, that makes you feel like a man, that makes you feel like you're doing something, that makes you feel like you're invincible. Hang on to those things, yes. And pretty much everything else can go. And something like that is usually attached to love, appreciation, gratitude. It's attached to things that we hold sacred. And it's just the difference when what are we holding on to? Is it helping? When we ask that question, as soon as we are halfway through asking the question, we already know the answer. Is this any good? Sometimes all I have to say is, what do you think? So, okay, in this meditation, we're going to, if you have a plant or a leaf or a rock from the backyard, if you've got anything from nature, I'm babysitting my grandson and my mom comes in and they go out for a walk. And I had the intention is I got to go outside and get a stick uh, just so I, I can connect to it and so on. And I'm doing other things and I totally forget about this. I, I, I said, okay, it would be nice to get a stick. I'll, I'll go out in a little bit uh, to get one. And for the first time, when my grandson comes in, I'll give you a guess what he had in his hand. It was a stick. And he's never had a stick before, ever. But because I just sent it out there so easy, so delicately, and and I didn't have it tied to anything, I just said, wouldn't it be nice to have a stick? Spirit connected to him and brought that to me. I didn't have to do anything. And manifestation is exactly like that. It's just so soft and easy, and it comes to you. And I didn't feel bad that I didn't earn the fact that I could walk out my back door and I could get my own stick. I looked at it as, thank you, this is what I needed, and I graciously accepted. Of course, when we're talking about manifestation, and I said, wow, this is uh, quite great timing. And I said, this is how easy it is. Now, today it's a stick. Tomorrow, it will be a new client. Uh, The next day, it will be maybe a group of people that will want to deal with you in some way for your business. Or let's say you're looking for a relationship. You've been out of the relationship world for a few years. And I said, I had this quite some time ago. The person had a hard time accepting themselves 
That's why they were alone, because Spirit says, okay, you need to be with yourself for a little bit. And then when they found me, then we started to soften a lot of things up. And within three weeks, they met somebody, they dated, and they set a date for marriage within three months. Yet four years, nothing happened. Again, I'm not taking any credit for that. They did the work. All I told them was they could do it. That was it. If somebody says you can do something, that's all you need is just that encouragement. And it's just like, you can do it. And they let you go. In this meditation, I want you to hold the plant or hold the soil, hold the rock or the stick, whatever you have in nature. And I want you to ask it, how do you let go? Like when a leaf falls in a stream and it just floats along, how does it do that? In other words, if that was a human, they'd want to start swimming and get to the shore and start to do things, but there's no hurry. And so sometimes doing nothing is a huge task. Have you ever tried to do nothing? It's tough. For workers like us, like if if you are used to hard work and every moment of the day you have to be doing something, it's tough for someone to say, don't do anything. Like it would drive me crazy. So when they say, just relax, I don't look at it as I'm relaxing. I'm looking at it, okay, now I'm just waiting because something great is about to happen. And so, so connect to that plant and know that it has something that you don't. It has emptiness. It has this, I'm just what I am. So it's this letting go part. So when you ask yourself, what am I holding on to that is really not serving me anymore? That might be a really good question to ask as we're getting into this meditation. Thank you for listening to my online tuning class. Give yourself 24 to 48 hours to process how you are feeling, which gives the body a chance to catch up on what you have cleared today as these are powerful energy-clearing classes that help relax our bodies and assist to reduce stress. If you know of anybody that could benefit from this for future classes, please spread the word. We are located on our Facebook page called Group Tuning Class with Tony. And until next time, namaste.